You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hi, beautiful people. How y'all doing today? Hope your day is going well. Um, If not, I hope it gets, whether it's going well or not, I hope it gets better by the time you're done listening. I appreciate you. You know what? It's important to me. I appreciate it. When you share the podcast, like I get messages to be like, oh, I sent this to several people. Y'all don't know how much that just means to me because these are people that I don't know, that I will never know, that I will never come into contact with. And so to be able to speak something into somebody's life that could potentially change the way they see things, help them move the needle forward in life, like that is an incredible, incredible um, privilege. And so I really appreciate it. So sometimes I'm just in here just shooting the shit. But even when I'm shooting the shit, there will be divine downloads and wisdom if you catch them right. As much as in my work as a coach, as an advisor, I'm sure that I challenge my clients and invite them to self-reflect and invite them to grow. They, they do that to me equally, right? And so one of my clients sent something to me and I said, man, I'm going to use this as a journal prompt. And I said, well, shit, I'm probably going to be podcasting about it too. And so I was looking at this um, video and basically the gist of it, he was saying, what are you pretending not to know? I was like, huh? He said, what are you pretending not to know? And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to sit with this for a minute. And so I've been sitting with that for a couple of days. I ain't going to sit with it that long before I pose it to y'all, but what are you pretending not to know? And why are you pretending like you don't know? You know how they say, act like you know? Man, I just started looking at so many things in my life where I politely pretended as if I didn't know something or I didn't know it to the extent that I did. And most of the time, it was because to fully acknowledge that I knew something would mean there is a level of accountability that I would be faced with to do something with the information that I was that I was acting like I didn't know, right? And when I did not, I wasn't ready to take an action or I wasn't ready to make a decision, I politely acted like I didn't know. You know how people sweep things under the rug, like conveniently sweep things under the rug? Let me tell y'all something. People, myself included, are highly, highly intelligent and are a lot smarter than we give people credit for. But when people play dumb, it's because a lot of times it's just like they don't they don't want to take certain actions or face certain truths. But just when that question was posed in that way, it was like, what are you pretending not to know? And I was like, man, listen. I got a list over here, okay, of things. I haven't written it out yet, but it's it's mental. I'm going to write it out. And 
the thing is with me, why? I, you know, I always, I'm extra, so I always take something further. Why are you pretending not to know this? And so now that we've acknowledged this, what will you do with this? What, what are you going to do differently? And so for me, I just want to invite myself to a higher level of self-accountability and a higher level of integrity, a higher level of integrity, meaning a lot of times we associate integrity with being honest and truthful. But integrity is like, I'm looking at a circle right now, integrity is like a pie and integrity is like wholeness, right? There's the, there's just wholeness. And so that invites me to a higher level of self-integrity to say, what am I pretending that I don't know, right? Or pretending not to know. Because anything that I'm pretending not to know, which I'm by default using as a means to take certain actions, that puts me out of integrity with myself, right? And so let me tell y'all something. I always say that your life only really changes when you take 100% responsibility for where you are. And when you pretend like you don't know something, it's so easy to blame, to deflect, to look outward, to point the finger, to point to external things because we want to act like we don't know that we are the common denominator in most of the things that are happening in our lives, right? I can look at certain situations and say, okay, I'm going to give you all an example. I'm a person who naturally identifies behavioral patterns. I mean, I'm I'm a coach, right? And so I can identify behavioral patterns in people just like very, very rapidly. I don't have to I remember my cousin telling this guy before, she was like, she's analyzing you. I hope you know that. And I was like, don't be telling people that and freaking people out. I don't have to consciously analyze. It's just my discernment. It's just like, I just I just know. I don't have to analyze. I just know, right? So anyway, I'm an observer of behavioral patterns and it don't take me long to see them, right? So... There is a behavioral pattern that I've been observing with someone over the last three months. And so here's what happens. I try to give the person the benefit of the doubt. I try to say, okay, well, maybe this or maybe that. Maybe I'm being impatient. Maybe this, maybe all those things are true. However, I'm no longer going to pretend like I don't know what I know. I not only noticed this behavioral pattern with this person, I noticed this behavioral pattern way back since, let's just go back to 2015, probably earlier than that. But, you know, I was just like saying, hmm, I see this pretty regularly. And so what is it about me that is evoking this? Or what is it about me that is complicit in creating this? Like, what is it that I'm doing or thinking or projecting or reacting? Like, what what am I pretending not to know here so that I can react versus respond? So I can just go to my default reaction versus consciously doing something different to shift the pattern. I'm telling y'all, it really takes maturity to call yourself out on your bullshit and call yourself out on patterns that you've just settled into, that you've just chosen you don't want to change, right? So I identified a couple of those patterns and I said, self, and myself said, hmm, and myself said, because I did a podcast called No More Cycles, right? 
myself was like, is this a pattern that we want to see continue or do we want to shift this? Because we're fully acknowledging that we can see it. And so we can fully acknowledge your part. Doesn't matter how we got here, but what can we consciously do to shift this pattern? Simple, easier said than done, right? It's simple, but not easy. But when you desire change enough, you are willing to take the necessary actions to change. And so sometimes, I said this before, you have to get sick and tired of yourself or tired of something enough so that you're just like, okay, whatever I need to do to change this, I'm going to change it. I have a low tolerance for pain, or so I thought I have a low tolerance for physical pain. But apparently, emotional pain my, my tolerance level is higher. Otherwise, I wouldn't tolerate this, right? So the, the, the low threshold that I have for pain in my physical life, that needs to be the same way in my emotional life. Let's be clear. I'm not currently hurting or any, any emotional pain or anything like that, right? So don't y'all be praying for me. Um, telling Jesus to take the wheel. I'm, I'm good over here. I'm just, I'm just using that as an example. But I was just looking at some relational patterns. And relational patterns are not always male, female, or romantic relationships. It was just like, you know what? I'm ready for something greater, for something higher. I'm ready to move from this space. And the only person that I can control is Letitia. The only actions that I can control are mine. Let me tell y'all, this is something that we often do. We expect require, demand people to be different so we don't feel the discomfort that we feel, right? That discomfort a lot of times is showing us, hey, honey bun, buttercup, sugar plum, here's your opportunity for growth here. But because we don't want to feel the discomfort of something that's stretching us, something that's making us uncomfortable, we would much rather point the finger and say, I need you to do this. I need you to stop doing that. I need you to be this. I need you to stop doing that. Or what we do in modern times now is my cutoff game is strong. So if it ain't serving me, I'm cutting it off. Man, some of that is such bullshit because you're taking your trauma and you're just taking a trend over your trauma. You're not really healing the trauma. You're just finding an easy way not to feel the pain. You, you cutting something off and it's going to show up because you're always going to recreate the environment that is inside of you. The only way patterns, cycles, those things that can consistently exist in your life is because they are in you. A seed will always reproduce after its own kind. And so that seed needs to be identified and uprooted, and you need to plant something else in the soil of your mind and heart so that you nurture that, and that thing begins to grow in your life. But right, we still got these same little seeds that we holding on to, and we're, we're, we're nurturing those because to dig and lay, get, get down into the root of our hearts, into the garden of our hearts, and dig out those rocks in our hearts, and dig out those stony places and those hard places, that takes work. And so a lot of us might not be physically lazy, but we are emotionally lazy, and we don't want to do the inner work that's required to see lasting change. So it's easier to live a life of blame, of deflection, 
of coping. We all have our mechanisms and we all have our vices, right? But it's easier to live a life that way instead of dealing with the truth of what needs to change and what needs to happen. Listen, all change starts with truth. I remember um, my coach, he didn't say it, the coach that I used to work with. He said that, what is the quote? I'm probably about to mess this up, but to paraphrase it, it says that basically your success is largely determined by the amount of truth you can handle about yourself without running away. So can you sit your ass in the hot seat of truth, in a hot bed of truth, and not run away from the truths that are coming to you about you? Listen, a lot of other people can tell you the truth about you, but if the truth be told, see what I did there? You pretend not to know certain truths yourself. You pretend your ego will try and protect you from truth. Your ego will try and protect and defend you from feeling the truth of who you really are. Because remember, your ego is always going to protect your safety. Your subconscious mind is always going to protect your safety. And so if safety is you um, living a lie, you living in, in, in being delusional about who you really are and how you're showing up in life, you can guarantee that your ego, your subconscious mind will do its job to protect you. You have to consciously choose to show up different, to be different. You got to choose this. I was thinking about something. I can remember um, <clears throat> my former pastor years ago. He was like, there was this woman who was like really gravitating to me. Like she was, I was like, man, give me 50 feet. Like, my God, it was a bit overwhelming. This was, it was before social distancing. Y'all know I was an avoidant, right? So I didn't like people up on me like that. But she was just like enamored with me. And you're so wise and you're so this and you're so that. And my pastor was just like, you know, people gravitate to you that want to walk with you, that want to be in your life, that want to befriend you. And he said, and at the surface level, it seems like there is, you know, commonality. There seems to be commonality at the surface level. He said, but what you will soon find is that they haven't done the depth of inner work that you have done. And so the relationship is quickly going to get one-sided. And I was looking at him because he was a younger guy. Like, man, go ahead on with that. Like, what you talking about? Man, listen, if I tell y'all that I would, uh, so many women would be drawn to me, right? I, 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 I am a healer and I help women heal. I know that about myself. But so many women were drawn to me. A lot of them, my peers, my age, some older. And what started off seeming like we had a relationship, a commonality, it quickly went to me feeling like I had more kids in Asia. I'm like, damn, I got a 12-year-old and I got a 52-year-old. How the hell that happened, right? And so I realized that a lot of people, what we look at on the surface, we don't know what lies beneath. We don't know what's lurking beneath. Y'all ever seen that iceberg where you just looking at the tip and it's a whole lot of other stuff that's, that's submerged under there? And so we're like that emotionally. You're an emotional iceberg. And so it's a lot of stuff under there that if you haven't dug into and you haven't taken the time to, to just really sort through your shit, it's going to keep showing up in your life. But if you don't want to do that kind of work, you're going to be acting like you don't know. You're going to pretend be pretending like you don't know. You're going to pretend like you don't know. 
You're going to attract relationships with people that pretend like they don't know. And y'all going to live in pretend town together. And ain't going to be a damn thing real about shit y'all saying, doing, or being, or any of that, right? We got a lot of pretend marriages. We got a lot of pretend a lot of things because I ain't the real me. I don't know who that is. You ain't the real you. So let's just deal with these ideas of grandeur. And, um, you know, these projections that we placed on one another, and let's just live happily ever after. Not, man, listen, I, I can't do it. I can't speak for other people. If something does not feel real and true and authentic, my soul will not let me stay in it. My, my, my whole heart and soul will just be vexed and it will grieve me until I do something different, when something just doesn't feel true to me or for me. I can't, I'm not going to be able to do it. It's just going to nag at me. But we do a lot of things for survival. We do a lot of things because that's how we've learned to survive. All I'm saying is that there is a better way and inviting you to consider a better way. You don't get to the better way, though, without confrontation and without conflict. And for a lot of us, confrontation can feel like a bad word. Confrontation doesn't always mean you don't went from zero to 100 and you just out here like a madman or a mad woman, you know, just shaking shit up. Confrontation simply means that I'm going to be sober minded and I'm going to look at these things in my life and look at these patterns in my life. And I'm going to consciously choose to do something different. I'm going to dig deep into this. I'm going to go through the healing journey and the healing process until I come out on the other side of it, right? And a lot of us don't want to do that. So can we be surprised when our relationships are shallow? Can we be surprised when we have little capacity for anything because we haven't created the space within ourselves, right? Man, y'all know, as much as sometimes I think that I'm done talking about trauma, I'm like, trauma is the thing. Trauma trumps all in many instances until you trump it, until you make a conscious choice. I have decided that out of all the things that I have that have happened to me, that I have happened to, that shit is not going to determine just like my life's trajectory. That that is not going to determine just the quality of my life, right? Those things happen. Hey, it is what it is. How can I move forward? How can I make something beautiful out of it? How does that become beauty for ashes? Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not sitting in in something and um, just being a victim of all that has happened to me, that is not my stance and that is just not my my position. If I give you an example, I was in a very abusive relationship with my daughter's father. She knows that, like physically abusive, like black eye abusive, like me having knives hidden everywhere abusive and, and stabbing him and ready to stab anytime he popped off. Do you know that sometimes now, when I talk to women and victims of domestic violence, do you know that sometimes I completely forget that that too happened to me? Not like I just didn't deal with it. I've dealt to it to such an extent that that thing has, that doesn't have a stronghold on me anymore, that I don't identify myself with what has happened to me. There's a lot of things that have happened to me, and those experiences don't define me. That's just something that I went through, right? I did the work. How in the hell did I get here in my life? How, how, what, what was going on 
that allowed that to even be a possibility in my life and heal from that went to an emotionally abusive relationship. They weren't all romantic. Some of them was with bosses. Some of them was in church. What is it here that has normalized abuse, toxicity, and dysfunction? I had to get to the root of that within myself until it did not feel normal, right? I knew when I started to heal, when I was like, mm-mm-mm. No, no, we we not we not doing this over here because over here I'm gonna have peace. I'm not allowing stress in my life that I didn't create. You're not bringing your shit into my life and causing me stress. If I got stressed, it's because I created it, and if I created it, then I can I can figure it out and I can handle it. But you are not you, meaning you, boss, you, man, you, woman, you, daughter, you, son, you, whoever. You're not about to bring no stress into my life that I didn't create because now. Stress, toxicity, dysfunction, codependence, enabling, none of them shits feel normal to me now, right? They, they, they feel like repulsive to me when those things come up. Not people, but that doesn't feel normal. And so because I have created and am creating, am creating because it takes work and it takes time, a new normal, I don't desire that. Does that mean that it does not still present itself to me? No. People say you attract who you are. You don't just attract who you are. You attract all kinds of things and all kinds of people, but the beauty is you get to choose. I know that I have warm, healing energy. People tell me, call me all the time, good morning, sunshine, when I'm out and about. Good morning, sunshine. The sun is warm. The sun is healing, right? I know that I have that. And so I draw people who want to be close to me, to get close to the tangible, intangible something that they don't know what it is, but it's just something, right? And a lot of that has been cultivated through my spirit, through healing, through my energy. A lot of that has been done very, very intentionally. But do you do you think that I don't draw moths like a moth to a flame? Do you think that I don't draw leeches? Do you think that I don't draw people who just want to drain me? You can't drain me because I'm connected to an abundant source. You can't drain me because I'm connected to a source whereby I can constantly be replenished. So let me tell y'all, do y'all know how long it has taken me to get this? I'm telling y'all, God be telling me stuff that I just be like, God, that don't make no sense to me. God tell me stuff way before I can make it make sense to me. I am just now getting, God kept telling me, Letitia, release people from your expectations and you just love and you just love openly and you just love lavishly. And I was like, Loving like you is hard. And he's like, no, loving like you is hard. Loving like you is hard because you want to love based on conditions, based on the love that people give to you. You want to meet that out. Or if you're not getting it, then you want to, you know, hold that back because you want to protect your heart from getting hurt. The one thing, if I love you, you will know that I love you and you will know that I love you long than I, long after I've been gone. I can tell you there is not a person that I have ever loved that I have not left an indelible impression in their lives because I know that it was a force that was working through me that was so far greater than me, right? And so what is it costing me to love? What is it costing me to give love? What if somebody, I give all this love to somebody and they can't give it back? I'm going to reap what I sow, even if I don't reap where I sow. I said in another podcast, stop relying on people and start relying on principles. So if I'm loving you, 
and then I stop loving you because you're not giving the love to me that I'm giving to you. What, like, what is that? And I know that goes against what a lot of people say. Uh-uh. Because if you're not getting back what you what you putting in, then find somebody that can give that back to you. That ain't what God told me. You got to operate your life according to the principles that run your life. I am at my happiest and I am at my absolute best when I am giving when I am giving without an expectation of return, when I am giving without an expectation to be acknowledged, when I am giving, when I am loving, I am at my absolute best. And God told me, the only way you will be fulfilled is when you operate from this way. When I operate from my quote-unquote natural, normalized, conditioned, learned responses to where I'm like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing with them. I'm done with it. I'm over it because I'm that person as well. Guess what? I'm not my most fulfilled. I'm not my most fulfilled because I'm not operating in my highest capacity. And so I choose to call myself up to a higher level. You loving me ain't got shit to do with me loving you. I'll say it again. You loving me has nothing to do with me loving you. And when I look at it through those lenses, I was like, oh, wait, that relationship. Maybe I loved him way more than he loved me. So what if I did? Now what? Maybe he needed that love from me way more than I needed love from him. Here's something that I be pretending like I don't know. I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm going to tell y'all a little secret. Y'all listening, come closer. I be pretending like I don't know that I don't need as much from other people as they need from me. Because in my, my rational conditioned mind, I want to level the playing field. And I want to, to get from people what people give, get from me because I'm always like, God, who is me for me? Where is the me for me? I'm at the top of the food chain. So God is who I need. God is my source. God is where I get it from. Every It's not that everybody can't have that connection. Everybody doesn't have that connection. Everybody doesn't have that reliance on God. Everybody can't hear clearly from God. I'm connected to the source. So I really don't need an intermediary or a middleman. You understand? So I honestly don't need as much from people as people need from me, but I act like I don't know it. And I act like I don't know it to raise hell, to make demands, and to, to, to make requests so that the little spoiled, pampered princess in me can still have her way, the little girl in me that's still healing. I will tell, this, this is what I'm saying. I don't have to lie to y'all because I'm not lying to me, okay? I know this about myself. And you know how you stop something? You know how you stop doing something? How you stop a pattern? How you stop something that you don't want to see continue in your life? I'm going to tell you, it's going to be so simple, you might miss it. Stop it. You know how you stop it? Fucking stop it. You, you just stop it. You make a conscious choice to stop it. Did I say it would be easy? No. Did I say it wouldn't be grueling? No. Did I say you might not cry, get the bubble guts, and any other? I didn't say there would not be side effects. But you stop it. When you make a conscious choice and decision, you stop it. So guess what? I can tell this little pampered little girl who still deals with abandonment, right? Who still wants to raise hell and be like, it's got to be my way because this, this is going to make me feel better. I can be like, baby, listen, the, the whole grown woman Letitia is here. And let me not let you know that you are safe, you are loved, you are protected, you are good. I got you. I got you. God's got you. And we're good. Do you see them? You see how you can walk yourself through a cycle of healing? But you got to be willing to start somewhere. You've got to be willing to do the work. If you don't have this capability, 
Get a therapist. I was about to say get a coach, but hell, a lot of people confuse me with a therapist. It's it's okay because I don't have to follow the same rules as a therapist, so I stay and do whatever the hell I want to do. Get a therapist. Get a holistic coach. Get a therapeutic coach. Get, Get a pastor. Get a priest. Get somebody that will get in the trenches with you until you heal, until you get on the other side of this thing. If you don't have that direct pipeline with God, the Bible says, if any man ask, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God and he'll give it liberally. Sometimes that wisdom is coming through other people. If you don't have the faith to do this for yourself, find somebody whose faith you can follow, right? Because sometimes we need to borrow the faith from other people, the healing element of from other people. We need to borrow that from other people who have already gone through it and who have already done it, okay? And so do that. Give that to yourself. Because we, we we don't have to keep pretending like we don't know what we know. You know? I love each and every one of y'all. Share this podcast with somebody. 